0: We are back, finishing up Ecclesiastes now, but chapters 11 and 12 kind of sucks. I really had a lot of fun doing this, so it really sucks Happened to you don't want be it the to last be one. I don't want it to be over yet, but it is, and we're moving on after this. We decided that we are moving on to the book, the Gospel of John, so I am looking forward to doing that those will not be short by any sense of the word there those are impossible to make short so we'll probably do the two chapters on those again as well um, maybe even there's some chapters in john that are really really long so I have to do one. maybe we'll maybe some of them will just do one chapter to be able to hit everything and to not make people have to listen to a two-hour podcast <laughs> or fast forward to it so anyway uh take a prayer everybody He's if, if you're new here yes i know i just said take a prayer
1: jesus is passing them out
0: jesus Pop is passing them out so take one no you know i'll take a moment to say a prayer before we start
1: and then of course if there's anything at all that our family can do for you anything that we can lift up in prayer or do to serve you please reach out and let us know you can go to aphomechurch.com and all the info is on there
0: All right, so we'll just jump into it. It's just more, like I said, closing it out. uh, The uncertainties of life. We all know how that goes. Um, The first verse here, though, is a verse that uh, uh, the prosperity teachers they really like to go to, and they'll really point. Like I said, there's only a couple verses in Ecclesiastes that you'll ever actually hear taught. or or said and this is one of them
1: the other ones that eat drink and be merry that we
0: (laughs) yeah that's the other one that they they throw out there this one you can see with verses one and two here where they would where they would go with this the prosperity Prosperity, uh teachers like this one send your grain across the seas and in time profits will flow back to you but divide your investments among many places or you do not know what risks might lie ahead. <laughs> so, the ad obviously the favorite one for the send your grain across the seas time, profits will flow back to you, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's just we teach that this talks about investments and doing. I mean, put
1: it out there and God will richly bless you. You will be have so much more. <laughs> yeah, not really like that though.
0: Yeah, no. All right, so we can see how that would that could easily be taken as invest and be smart and do that i suppose that you could take that on that at a surface level but really what this verse is trying to say is give and it will come back don't you don't know what's going to happen in the future you don't need to hoard up your wealth and you don't need to sit on it and you don't need this genius retirement plan to take you through the rest of your life
1: well because again if we believe that you're to take scripture and it must all harmonize together you look at you know the teachings of christ when he was on earth you know and the things that he said and kind of weigh this with this he wasn't he talked then you know there's even little talk about investments and things like that but it wasn't about like literal 401k Correct. plans and things like that right. it, it was you know so if everything must harmonize together and you need to take scripture and weigh it with scripture this isn't giving you like i mean yeah technically it's sound financial advice you know if yeah, but, but if anytime jesus, but if it, jesus is never giving world, you
0: financial advice okay. in the ways <laughs> yeah, of the right. world like right. because if right.
1: we are to love the world and that means that we don't have the love of the father mm-hmm. within us. I mean, that's huge. So why would it be telling you how to like invest yourself in, in the, the, world, the world right if, if it was we're not supposed to be, you know, right. but then you you harmonize it with everything that Christ, you know, is talking about in his ministry which we'll read here when we go into John, but if you take that and weigh it together, then it's like, okay, so obviously We're talking about uh, something a little bit more important than just financial investments and prosperity in a worldly sense.
0: Right. All right, verse three. When clouds are heavy, the rains come down. Whether a tree falls north or south, it stays where it falls.
1: Okay, can I just say that this um, totally cracks me up because it kind of reminds me of on the Dick Van Dyke show when Sally is talking about the ridiculous things that her mom always, or her aunt always Mm -hmm. says, and they're like, what, that makes no sense. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? But it's like, whether a tree falls north or south, it stays, stays where, it, where falls. it falls. Like, either that or those, like, ridiculous, like, <laughs> southern idioms, you yeah. know, where you're like, what are you saying? What does that mean? You know, but it's, I don't know. It's just, it just cracks me up, these little things that he has here, because all of them, it's like, oh, well, yeah, you're you're right. It It stays where it falls. That really means a whole lot of nothing.
0: Yeah, until.
1: That's the point. That's the
0: point. But then again, though, too, though, is if you think about it, it's obvious. Yeah. So it's when the clouds are heavy, the rains come down. Like, well, Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you know that's going to happen. Is there anything that you can do about it? No. hmm So the same thing with whether a tree falls north or south. What, does it matter how you feel about where that tree should fall? No. Or if you're upset that this tree fell north <laughs> or south. That's where it fell. The, the tree doesn't give a crap. The tree knows.
1: It fell. <laughs> it there. fell.
0: It, it fell either north or south and that's it.
1: Yeah, it's not moving.
0: So that's, that's, a, that's a good, that's an uncertainty, but a certainty of life. Yeah. You know that you can't, this is certain. Yeah. That this is going to happen. Yeah. But you can't do anything about it. No. So that's what I was going for there. But I agree with what you're saying, though, because you read that and you're like, well, yeah, duh. And that would be – that's where an unbeliever, when they come to the Bible, that's why things like this doesn't make sense. Because, you, I mean, yeah, you could read this and, you know, okay, well, yeah, this is a a proverb or something that, you know, okay, it's, you know, an obvious statement that – but knowing what he's talking about here in the context of everything and going in the context of the whole book like you know everything is meaningless all this stuff is meaningless so in that context you're like hey north or south buddy you can't do anything about it
1: it fell it fell and
0: verse four farmers wait who wait for perfect weather never plant if they watch every cloud they never harvest what's cool about that is there's always like a cadence to this mm-hmm. so it's saying that yeah you can't do anything about these rains that are going to fall yeah however if you don't wait and you if you wait and you just watch it and you don't do anything nothing's gonna happen
1: yeah
0: so you can't just wait around and do nothing because look, don't it, put
1: all of your hopes and dreams and cares into the things that you're doing because they're meaningless. right
0: but don't do nothing
1: yeah <laughs> People think it's so complicated, but I feel like it isn't.
0: It's not. I mean, it, it, it's an you easy... you grasp the
1: idea. It's
0: easy way for people to mock it and laugh at it and go, like, it's contradictory.
1: Well, but even believers, I feel like it, it...
0: It doesn't click.
1: It can make you get so tripped up mm-hmm. because you're like, okay, so I want to do it and I want to do it right. So don't do this, but do this. But how and do I you do that do without it. doing that? And then, you know...
0: Yeah. Verse 5. Just just as you... It clears it up. Yeah. Just as you cannot... Yeah. And this is why I shouldn't even open my mouth because it explains itself. (laughs) Just as you cannot understand the path of the wind or the mystery of a tiny baby growing in the mother's womb, so you cannot understand the activity of God who does all things. Plant your seed in the morning and keep busy all afternoon, for you don't know if profit will come from one activity or another, or maybe both.
1: But that's so true, you know, and especially let's just kind of think through this. So in our lives now, which I feel like we do things completely backwards from like in any normal person in the world. Yeah, we were kind of having uh, that
0: conversation earlier.
1: But when you look at it, you know, staying busy in all these different fronts, you know, pursue the Lord And work hard with whatever it is that he's put in front of Mm -hmm. you, even if it seems trivial, right? Like the things that you're working hard on are not in a career. You gave up your career, Mm -hmm. a very successful career. You gave it up. Mm -hmm. And so you're working extremely hard But to the world sense, your work is folly. It's Mm -hmm. it's ridiculousness because you no longer have a salary. You no longer have a 401k and benefits and all of that other stuff. So in a worldly sense, you're a fool. And what are you doing? It's ridiculous. Right. And
0: it's going to seem that way to the world it, your your activity is going to be falling. But look to at the this: world.
1: Are you planting your seed in the morning and keeping busy all afternoon? Mm-hmm. You don't know what profit is going to mm-hmm. come from what, That's or true. maybe yeah. both. But are you waking up every day, plant your seed? What is the seed God has given you? Mm-hmm. What is the work He has given you? Mm-hmm. Maybe it is in a spiritual sense. Maybe it is in a physical sense. What what is it that He has given you? Not that you have chased after and worked hard for and whatever because that's a worldly way to look at it that's where it's selfish ambition Mm -hmm. what has god placed in your hands today maybe it might be something so on a worldly scale so ridiculously small like waking up changing diapers wiping boogers making food. You know, sure, that's maybe huge, that's what it that's, is. Yeah, and on a worldly weird. sense, we belittle that so much. It's like, oh my goodness, why? You know, the kids are so much. I just wipe boogers all day. Like what am I doing with my life? You know, I'm I'm so seemingly insignificant, but I feel like we're so messed up in the way that we look at things because no That's your seed that you were given Mm -hmm. to plant and nourish and keep you busy all afternoon. The profit that may come from it might not be financial right when we hear profit we think financial we think security we think riches we think um, you know bills and buying a new car and upgrading our house and bathroom renovation you know what I mean like that's where our, our minds go when we start talking profit but maybe the profit is your children's salvation mm-hmm. maybe the profit is the atmosphere you're creating in your home maybe the profit is you know the light you're shining to family of unbeliever you know what I mean like you don't know what that is and what that benefits you know might come yeah
0: you don't ever know what's going to come out of that
1: but i don't think that you know we should you know i i think these verses here you know like you said i can't understand where the wind is going and i sure as heck can't understand why a tiny baby i mean the the whole idea of conception to a Mm -hmm. baby i mean it blows my mind i understand scientific reasoning but like god's working in that i it's Fascinating! It's yeah. amazing. Anybody who's had a child, you know, or, or watched on the process, you, you just can't help but be amazed. So I can't understand those things. I don't know where God is going to work and what he is going to bring profit from. But if he's going to make the sun rise tomorrow and I get to be on that list of people that gets to wake up, he's giving me a seed and I need to go plant it and grow it. And you need to go plant it and grow it. And it might be more of a spiritual sense than a physical sense, but that doesn't make it any less because you don't know how these things work. So for you to say Mm -hmm. what's important and what isn't right.
0: Yeah, that's true. We, what verse are we on? Seven. Seven.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I don't know if this is labeled like this in everybody's Bible i think it's usually the same but similar mine says uh advice for the for the young and old (laughs) so and i love verse seven here Mm -hmm. light is sweet how pleasant to see a new day dawning so often i tell people okay i'm not receiving god's blessings god isn't i'm like did you wake up today Mm -hmm. well yeah i opened my eyes well, Congratulations, you take that you've for been granted.
1: blessed. Isn't it amazing? You take that comment. for
0: granted. Light is sweet. How pleasant to see a new day dawning. Even if the day before it completely sucked. And even if you're...
1: Today ends up... Even if today sucking. ends up being
0: horrible. I mean, you open your eyes. And do you know how many people don't? Mm-hmm. There's a lot. You don't You don't ever know if you're on that list. So we have to appreciate small little simple things like that. The so Verse 8. When people live to be very old, let them rejoice in every day of life. But let them also remember that there will be many dark days. Everything still to come is meaningless.
1: There's something we don't put on birthday cards.
0: (laughs) Young people, it's wonderful to be young. Enjoy every minute of it. Do everything you want to do. Take it all in. But remember that you must give an account to God for everything you do so do whatever you want but uh you're gonna have to answer to god for it so keep that in mind while you're doing whatever you want Mm -hmm. first and last yeah we like to
1: take freedom in christ but it's like freedom in christ but you still give an account for your actions would you still shout freedom in christ while standing before god the creator of all the universe and explaining to him why you did what you did would you still be like, Oh freedom of Christ, it was cool, right?
0: Yeah, there's Just think about that. There's plenty of things that I've done in the past that I wouldn't be like, Freedom of Christ No. No, I would not want to give an account for those things now. Alright, so verse ten. So don't so refuse to worry and keep your body healthy. But remember that youth with a whole life before you is meaningless.
1: Because that's, that's true. I mean, you... There,
0: you know, people People often ask us, though, how to engage your kids or your teenagers or different things like that. What if we went to our teenage kids and we're like, hey, guess what? Everything that you're going to do mm-hmm. is pointless. Yeah. And it sucks. And you're probably going to lose.
1: Yeah.
0: That's not a good message.
1: No, nobody
0: wants to nobody give that. Nobody wants answer. to give that. Like that. I mean, it's... That's not the where you end the conversation, of yeah. course, but but starting it there don't that that's a that's a truth bomb right there. That's a hook, though.
1: See, and that's where I think we go so wrong with it because especially when we did. We're,
0: I wish I would have known this. Well, when
1: we're in high school, specifically junior high, high school, you know, you're getting older and you're looking at the stuff that they're force feeding you in school, and you're sure having to like your attitude like,
0: already is. And you're
1: like, when am I ever going to need? You're this?
0: already frustrated. You're already kind of got this anti you know better than anything else right this is all but it doesn't dumb. help
1: when you ask these questions like why do I need to know this why am I having to put all of my time and attention and effort into these things well and that's and the thing if it, you're the type
0: of child that that answers to that question that would say what are these things I would say
1: nothingness. nothing Then don't do the world. it
0: because if you're not motivated for a specific task as this you don't need it or you're not i I mean maybe you could but i don't think you're just gonna find it i know in my case that's not it I, i mean i was not motivated at all had I have been motivated further back, I would have. As a teenager, forget but it. But
1: it's just amazing how we don't, though. We give this answer of, you know, you're going to need this. And how are you ever going to make something of yourself here? And how are you ever going to get a job and, and make money and take care of you? You know what I mean? Like we have all these reasons, all these good earthly reasons of why that's important. And I'm not saying that our children should be uneducated because you know like that's not the message in it but when you really do look at these things yes and like we've told our kids there are your core skills that you need to know and understand but as far as like furthering into these things i mean it says right there it's honestly Mm -hmm. meaningless
0: so if we started with that and figured out a good way to put that 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 would that would be preferable and i and i think to figure out a good way to put it i would just be like I would start with that, because there's enough in here to explain. Mm-hmm. But when if you start with that, why don't we start with that with the kids? Why don't we start with that with the teenagers? Hey, if any I know people that are listening to this have teenagers. Mm-hmm. You know what? Take them through this book. Make them listen to this. I, any you know, make them all hear. Like you'll get their attention by saying, "Hey, guess what? You're Your right. Frustration. You're right. I mean, you can't stay where you're at." with sure. your your little teenage self but hey the way that you feel yeah it's it's right and there's there's nothing wrong with it yeah, and it's true. normal it's natural you just learn how you just have to learn how to manipulate that that feeling yeah. in your you know and and, and just oh and just overpower it and I think if children, teenagers specifically knew these things because it's truth yeah I think they go Wow I know that helps Travis a lot thinking about these things I mean when we when we talk about I mean we certainly don't tell him that he can just dream into existence whatever he wants to do yeah. right that's not <laughs> Work hard
1: enough and study enough. You just No, the world. that's not true. Plays your own trail.
0: No, your eight-year-old sister spells better than you. That's not true. I love bless his heart. No, I didn't mean it like that. But they, but we we do often falsely give this promise and this this idea to kids that that they'll be able to just achieve achieve their dreams and do whatever they want to do. Well, if you're teaching your bringing your kids up biblically. That's not biblical. That is the furthest. That's thing the furthest from thing biblical. from biblical. That's
1: idolatry,
0: right? And we don't. But that's one thing that we don't think of,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's one thing that it's it's hard, it kind of putting this out there to this audience because it's like, man, this stuff does go against probably... I know a lot of them are homeschooled, but then some of them still have their older kids in, in school. And Even it's like...
1: Still, we want them to dream big and yeah, go for it's it. Like, man, it. it's like,
0: man, it's a message that just... People constantly ask, how do we get our kids to engage? How do we do this? How do we live our lives? right? And it's like, you can't have one foot in and one foot out. You kind of yeah. got to be just...
1: If you want to do Solid this seriously, it. yeah. Then if you, you want to do this to seriously, you in.
0: have to be all in, and you can't be holding on
1: to the world and then thinking you can do no, this whole biblical thing. No, and especially thing.
0: with older kids, like you can't hold on to any yeah. part of the world while you're trying to become or or change your household like you into said, a biblical household. Like
1: you said, you brought household. up again earlier, with that Votibacum,
0: right? Uh, you, yeah, quote. I said yeah, really. yeah. You can't send your kids off to Caesar and get mad when they come back smelling like Rome. Yeah. You know, you can't do that, and, and that's that's what will happen. But I feel like, man, if we just if we just presented them with the truth in in, in instead of setting them off to Rome and presented them with the with biblical truth, that we would have much different uh, results. Mm-hmm. You know, different um, engagement. You know, it would be a lot. So I don't know i'm just trying to buy a lot of time before the last chapter of ecclesiastes i'm so (laughs) sad all right here we go well we'll just have to go back through it again all right chapter 12 and we're sticking in with uh the stuff about the youth so first one don't let the excitement of your youth cause you to forget your creator (laughs) honor him in your youth before you grow old and say life is not pleasant anymore You just acknowledge life is not pleasant. (laughs) You get to, you finally get to a point where you're like, all right, I'm done. I'm out. This stinks. (laughs) I've seen all I can see. It's
1: been fun. It's just,
0: I think I find this all the more funny because of what I've been doing most of the week with just the teachers that I've been listening to, the things that I've been watching and reading and just everything is such this just shows me how far these these things are that we've been talking are from the truth, from biblical yeah. truth. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sitting here laughing at this stuff after what I've I've heard this past week. Yeah, in the this pastors pros- are peddling. Yeah, and there. where when I say Fair. prosperity gospel, you think of jo- Joel Joel Stein and you think of Joyce uh, of Joyce Meyer and this stuff. But there's a different kind of prosperity gospel where it, it's it's this this you know self empowerment. Mm-hmm. prosperity almost prosperity that, of self yeah it's it's like a it's crazy Mega and churches it's, are yeah and that's was it. huge in it I and mean, that's all i've seen all week it's so i'm i'm coming back and reading this stuff and i'm like man life is not pleasant anymore mm-hmm. that was whew, life's nothing but pleasant what are you talking about
1: yeah tithe more tithe more pleasant. and so
0: yeah you? you'll be more pleasant
1: rachel hollis said
0: <laughs> yeah Verse 2. Remember him before the light of the sun, moon, and stars is dim in your old eyes, and rain clouds continually darken your sky. Remember him before your legs, the guards of your house, start to tremble, and before your shoulders, the strong men stoop. Remember him before your teeth, your few remaining servants. Stop grinding, and before your eyes, the women look through the windows, see dimly. Remember him before the door to life's opportunities is closed and the sound of work fades. Now you rise at the first chirping of the birds, but then all their sounds will grow faint. Remember him before you become fearful of falling and worry about danger in the streets. Before your hair turns white like an almond tree in bloom, and you drag along without energy like a dying grasshopper.
1: Come on, guys.
0: (laughs) And the capperberry no longer inspires sexual desire. Remember him before he, you near the grave, your everlasting home, when the mourners will weep at your funeral. All right, sorry. I know this is the morning time. There may be children present, but I'm not going to let that elephant that pink elephant go by here it's like with what, what I just read, when the capperberry no longer inspires sexual desire.
1: What on earth does that mean?
0: Well, I would go do a study of the caperberry it's it's fascinating but yeah they they it was like their viagra <laughs> and uh yeah it had some it, it, it had some pretty cool properties to it and
1: was that the like hallucinating
0: that no, you're thinking of the uh of the mandrake yeah Caberberry is a little bit different, but it's this, it's in the same category because there is, there's some, um, it does have some properties that mm. it's not only does that, but it's got some other properties that are supposed to be like euphoric. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, just, I'd go do, it's, pre, it's pretty cool. I do, I, I recommend people go do a little study on it and just see what it is. Uh, but it's one of the things that I bring up all the time going, you know. Especially when the use of plants becomes questionable in Christian circles, yeah. I go, huh? We have many uses. Yeah, I go. There's there's many examples of of in the Bible of, and this is one of them of using a plant to help Hope something. It was some kind of ailment. <laughs> <issue, laughs> yeah. Kind of yeah. I guess so. I guess that that was pretty good. I guess in PG, right? all right verse six yes remember your creator now while you are young before the silver cord of life snaps and the golden bowl is broken don't wait until the water jar is smashed at the spring and the pulley is broken at the well for then the dust will return to the earth and the spirit will return to god who gave it everything is meaningless says the okay i'm sorry let me go back up concluding thoughts about the teacher so we are we're getting into the last couple verses here and we are summing up
1: the wisest man the
0: wisest man in the world his
1: final thoughts
0: his final thoughts off of his whole i mean hopefully you all know the story of solomon if you don't go study it all right verse eight everything is meaningless says the teacher completely meaningless keep this in mind the teacher was considered wise and he taught the people everything he knew he listened carefully to many proverbs studying and classifying them the teacher sought to find just the right words to express truths clearly all right before we get to verse 11 this is why i read verse 11 in the esv in the beginning and i didn't read you know, when, when we first started oh, this yeah. study, I read 1211 to make the point that this these words were given by Christ, by the one shepherd to Solomon. Mm-hmm. And the NLT, just the way that it, it, it reads completely different here than the way that the ESV reads. But like I said, the ESV translated, translates it a lot better because 11 in this one reads the words of the wise are like cattle prods painful but helpful their collected sayings are like a nail studded stick with which a shepherd drives the sheep mm-hmm. so a shepherd in that and
1: cuz there's the note in the NLT that says or one or
0: shepherd. one shepherd said, yeah. and then so I'll read it one more time again in the ESV just mm-hmm. so it can get in there. so one more time in the ESV now in verse 11 is the words of the wise are like goads and like nails firmly fixed are the collected sayings. They are given by one shepherd. And then we know that Jesus referred to himself as the shepherd.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's where we get that. So that was why, that was the only uh, only verse there that the NLT just kind of was like, I was just kind of like, oh, I don't really, I'll read the other. So verse 12. But, my child, let me give you some further advice. Be careful for writing books is endless, and much study wears you out.
1: We don't put that on <laughs> really. the whole
0: That's the whole story. Here now is my final conclusion. Fear God and obey his commandments, for this is everyone's duty. God will judge us for everything we do, including every secret thing, whether good or bad. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that is it.
1: All of this and it that's boils the most down. epic bit
0: like book ending ever mm-hmm. the whole story my final conclusion fear God and obey his commandments it's everyone's duty God's gonna judge us for everything that we do including every secret thing whether good or bad and yeah gosh that's it. I love this book so much and I'm I know that there has been a lot of people that are really enjoying this along with us too. So thank you so much for all the interaction for it. I can't wait to be able to go back through it again someday. But our next book again will be John, which has been super exciting to go back through. It's always, we always default to a gospel whenever we kind of just don't know what to read next. I what kind of pattern. Or if it's ready. been a little while, yeah. Um, like if we'll be in an Old Testament book or a couple Old Testament books, we'll hop right back into a gospel. So, next will be John.